listening to A Millennial's Guide to Modern Life with Freckles and Blue, a podcast produced by two friends discussing our generation's biggest issues. From WhatsApp to the World Wide Web, we want you to know that you're not alone. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to episode four, four of A Millennial's Guide to Modern Life with freckles and blue. <laughs> we are discussing the law of attraction. Oh, I love this subject. <laughs> you go for it. With the at risk of sounding like a total hippie, I think this is such an interesting, interesting, interesting topic to be talking about. Mm. So for those of you who don't know what the law of attraction is, it is basically the idea based on science that like attracts like. And this goes, this comes from... Um, Well, not the idea, the fact that if you break us down to the smallest um, sort of like the smallest atom, the smallest like proton Mm. and neutron that you can get, we are just energy. So even if you look at your your hand, it feels solid. If you touch a table, it feels solid. But actually all that is, is energy. And if you, you know, were to look through the world's most powerful microscope, we are just, we're, we're sort of in solid form where we are constantly moving, um, energy. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that, um, positive energy attracts positive energy and negative energy attracts negative energy. And so if you vibrate, if you high frequencies, yeah, well, exactly. It's also with frequencies and vibes. So if you vibrate at a higher frequency, you know, if you think positive thoughts, if you, if you really try and like, maybe not control, but manage your mindset, um, you know, good things start to happen. And it, there is, you know, this is all based on science. This isn't like complete and utter hippie shit. Um, I love hippie shit, but it isn't yeah. just that it, it is actually, it, it's down to the law of physics. Um, but you know, it really is interesting because I think we can all say that we know someone that has the most awful luck and that is always like, oh, why does this always happen to me? And oh my God, another thing's gone wrong and another thing's gone wrong. And in the end of the day, it all comes down to mindset. Like mindset is the most powerful thing that you Mm. can control in your life. If you can control your mindset or manage your thoughts, your emotions, all these things, you know, you really can transform your life. And it's all really down to the law of attraction because like attracts like. It's also contagious, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, Just mini digression, but I remember living with a girl that I used to be friends with and she was consistently negative about oh, everything. Straining. And it's not because she had things to complain about. It's just the mindset that she'd always, she just complained about everything. Yeah. Even when her life was pretty fucking damn good. And I wrongly at the time thought the only way to engage with her was to respond with a negative comment. Yeah. Which isn't me. And then I was like, oh God, don't I? It's contagious. Yeah, no, Awful. it is. It really, really is. I know, I know some people that are very, very similar. They always come from a negative stance. Um, so like whatever happens, they react from that perspective. Mm. So if something bad happens or if something goes missing or if something, whatever, you know, it's never their fault. They're always the victim in the scenario. And, um, you know, I think one, a a really important skill to learn in life is accountability and like to actually be bold enough to be like, okay, I was accountable 
for that. Um, I had control over it. And maybe the reason it went wrong is because of me, like to always be pushing things onto other people stems from a very negative mindset. And, you know, this is often people with such a negative mindset have awful luck (laughs) or attract um, very negative things into their life. Yeah, so true. So yeah, the law of attraction is something that I could actually talk about for hours. I find it so, so, so interesting. I will continue. Um, <laughs> steer me. Um, but yeah, no, it is basically like attracts like. That's all you really need to know. And um, and it, it is it is all down to your thoughts and your feelings. And so for example, if you try and um, pay more attention to the things that are going on in your head, if you start thinking positively about a situation, about a person about whatever it is you might be thinking about that in turn evokes positive emotions and feelings Mm -hmm. and the more you start feeling these things based on the thoughts that are going through your head the higher your frequency goes so you start vibrating at a higher level the higher you vibrate you the better things you attract back. So the vibe that you put out is also what you get back. So you, if you, if you honestly, like there, there's something that I read somewhere, which I found incredibly apt. Um, you know, if you knew that every negative thought that you ever had would come back to you. With another negative, oh my God, something yes. else but equally if, negative. Oh, it oh, means Jesus. snowballs. But like, if you thought that every negative fact, you, uh, every negative thought you ever had um, would come back, you'd never have a negative thought again. Like, if you can control your thoughts and your mind to some, to whatever extent, even just improve it, your outlook will change. Your perspective will change. You'll feel happier. The more you feel, the better vibes you give off, the better stuff that comes back. And don't you think, like, amongst our friends, freckles, Mm -hmm. there are friends of those that can walk, friends of ours that can just walk into a room and they instantly cheer you up. You instantly smile. Like, the vibe that they give off. Yeah, Yeah, their energy is contagious it's optimistic it's you know it makes you happy and like you know you look at their lives and even if things do you know objectively go wrong they make the most out of it they're happy you know they're they're content they're they're striving for more that you know they they live the most incredible lives and then there are other people that can walk into a room and just bring everyone else down and they're, they're like vibrating at such a low frequency and you know I, I don't think they're even aware those types of people that they are bringing everyone else down. I don't think they are. I once went to dinner and someone's grumpy pants boyfriend (laughs) arrived and he was so mopey and boring that the atmosphere literally just took a turn. Yeah. And despite there being three very happy people, that one grumpy person just like infected us with his... Oh my God. I I also think, it's so true though. And I also think that the more aware you are of yourself, your thoughts, your feelings, um, the obviously the more aware you become of people around you. And so there is the danger of um, becoming so aware or woke. (laughs) And uh, it is the fact that actually you do sort of become like a sponge that you have to manage manage how you feel like um I often find that if I'm around negative people um for too long 
my whole mindset changes. Like mm. I'm, I'm really easily influenced by one, their energy and their vibe, but two, by what they're saying. And I suddenly start like doubting myself and feeling shit and, you know, then shit things happen. And then because my mindset's coming from a negative place, I then interpret these things even worse. And then, mm. you know, I mean, it, it really does just escalate yeah. sometimes. You know, that movie at the cartoon, I love a cartoon, um, Inside Out, Yes. Um, yes. So apparently that's, oh, that's a all, great animation. Yeah, it's all based on this um, theory that, you know, you can compartmentalise your emotions. Yeah. So, you know, there's sadness and there's happiness, but like, they all need to work together to be, like, a wholesome person. Yeah, I love it. It's a really yeah, good concept. Really good. I love that. It's so good. Um, so one of the, some, some of the ideas behind the law of attraction that I love, um, are believe and you will receive. So like this one is basically just saying, if you can believe it, if you can believe that you can achieve it, if you can hold it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. And it's, it's basically just trying to inspire you to be aware of your thoughts and aware of your feelings and to keep your eyes sort of on the prize and to Mm. always be like self-assessing because the more you can choose to be happy to be optimistic um to like hold in your mind like the goals that you want to achieve and like the the places you want to go kind of thing the more likely these things that it will literally just come to you and like what's another really interesting thing about the law of attraction is that you can't um energy doesn't respond to desperation so one of the one of the reasons that this, sometimes this practice doesn't work and you know I would highly recommend that anyone interested in listening to this podcast should do a lot of their own research on it because there are like decades worth of reading and listening and watching to do online about the law of attraction and if you can master it you can honestly attract anything into your life especially happiness and um, it really it really is key so like definitely do your own research but one of the really interesting things about the law of attraction is you have to learn to detach Mm. and that, and to let go. And that is so difficult. Like sometimes when I'm trying to implement the law of attraction into my life, I, I start thinking about what it is I really, really want. And when you start thinking about what it is you want, you allow yourself to feel it. So then when you're feeling it, you really let yourself feel it and you start feeling like immense happiness and immense joy and immense satisfaction. And you, you feel it, you, you act as if you already have it. This is another great practice. Act as if, um, but you, you act as though you're already there. You've already got it, whatever it is that you want. And once you know how that feels, you then let it go and you have to completely detach from the outcome. And that is by far the hardest bit. Mm. So if you can't detach from whatever it is that you want, whatever it is that you're looking to attract into your life, you can't it, it can't arrive. You're too, you're too connected to the, the outcome, to the result. And that starts sending out, um, a desperate, needy vibe. And, and that is, is po- that, sorry, that's negative. That's not positive. And so it, you can't allow, it doesn't allow the universe to bring whatever it is that you want into your life. And like, that is something that is the hardest thing to so practice. I think it's a concept that I'm trying to get my head around a lot Mm. recently um is that trying to not let your emotions control you definitely um and I can be quite instinctive and at the same time I'm very English and I can be extremely reserved and I have a lot of European friends and I find it incredible the difference between how they just wear their heart on their sleeve and just 
they are angry so they they show their anger or they're sad so they show their sadness and a lot of my English friends you know we're very stiff up a lip and we don't do any of that yeah um and it's all about controlling your emotions and also as English people we can be like stereotypically pessimistic and cynical yeah yeah yeah. which is also a little bit part of my character as well and I have to sort of remember to tone it don't just be cynical because you're trying to be funny right um yeah like be positive about this situation you don't just immediately have to come in as um I don't know something ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) I know what you mean I mean I think I think um yeah that's all very key and it's all very relevant but the main thing is is it's about I mean, the most important thing in life, I personally think, is mindset. Mm. And that relates to every part of life, like literally every part of life. But in relation to the law of attraction, it's about being aware of how you talk to yourself in your head. And so, for example, if you want to lose weight, okay? So by using the law of attraction, you need to start, like, controlling the thoughts that you're having in your head and trying to, like, visualize and act as if you have lost weight. So rather than saying, I will not be fat, or I will, um, I can't think of another negative way of spinning it, but but let's take that one. So, like, I, I will not... I don't want to be fat anymore. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to be overweight anymore. That is a negative statement. Is do not. The outcome is positive, but the statement itself is negative. So what you really need to be aware of is how you talk to yourself, how you phrase things. Instead, maybe say, I, I want to be slim. I will be slim. I mm. will lose weight. It's so easy for me to lose weight. You know, start speaking to yourself that way. Do not say, I, you know, I, I do not want to be this weight anymore. I do not want to be overweight. I don't want to be fat. Like, don't say that. You have to be really, really careful with the way that you phrase things. Because the universe or energy as such, it doesn't understand the difference between positive and negative connotations. It only understands affirmations affirmations yes it it only like understands the general the vibe the sort of like the frequency at which you're vibrating so if you try and speak to yourself in a positive way phrase things in a positive way you are more likely to get that back to Mm. attract that into your life yeah we talk about energy all the time don't we freckles we do blue (laughs) um so shall i give an example yeah give me an example of how you have used the law (laughs) So I was dating this guy and I found it very frustrating that I'd always be like, oh my God, he hasn't texted and, you know. Typical girl stuff. Typical girl stuff, all consuming. And I got back from this trip and I kind of just was like, why hasn't he messaged? And then I just sort of changed my mindset and I was like, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm a really busy person and I'm just not going to think about this anymore. And I'm going to concentrate. You shifted your energy. Shifted my energy. And I like legitimately was like, don't care anymore. I'm just going to concentrate on me. Mm. I know this sounds weird, but literally five minutes later, I got a text. Being yeah, like, but- hey, like, are you back? Um, I totally believe it, though. Yeah. It often happens that way because, like, from my understanding of that situation is that you were initially too tied up in the outcome and you wanted something badly. You liked the guy. You were expecting Mm. something. And that became almost desperate, almost needy. The energy that you were emitting... Was negative. Was negative, exactly. And, you know, we're all... Human beings are energetic, you know, we're energetic beings. And so... 
so, you know, whether you're attuned to the law of attraction and spirituality and energy and all that stuff, or this is a concept that you've never heard before, in the end of the day, you're still an energetic being. And like, you can sense it. Like, there are reasons that you can tell when your family member or your friend is like desperately down or really upset. Something terrible has happened. Something's happened, exactly. This is all down to energy. And, um, you know, you we all have like a a sense. You know, it just depends how in tune you are to it or not. But what happened in that scenario mm-hmm. is that the moment you shifted your energy, and the moment you let go, you detached from the outcome. Suddenly, it came running, and the, the, and the other running. person is aware that you've let go, and they're like. Yeah. Well, they're not aware as such, but they can sense it. Yeah, like the kind of like push, like seesaw. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a whole other topic on that that we also yeah. talk about, isn't it? The idea of leaning in and oh, yeah, leaning out. Oh, that's a whole other. Yeah, that will do that in a dating one. But um, yeah, energy is comes into play in almost anything that you do. It's how we interact with each other. It's it's how you think, how you feel, and it's also how you attract what you want and manifest things into your life. And it's just the most interesting subject to research if you are even remotely curious. Um, but it all really comes down to mindset. Mm. And I think we both agree, like, mindset is key to one, happiness, and to achieving things in life and living the life of your dreams. Yeah. Um, Do you have any examples that you want to give? Okay, so yeah, I did actually, when I first came across, okay, so I first came um, across this idea of the law of attraction when I was 18, when we were at school. Yeah. And um, I played a lot of hockey, I did a lot of sports at school, and I don't think I ever went to the gym because I was like forced to do like, training like countless times a week so like I definitely didn't go to the gym on top of that but I remember once just for (laughs) shits and giggles going to the rec center with some friends and I think I went three times in my whole life well my whole school life and on the very first time I went I met a guy there. He didn't go to school with us. He was just a random guy. I think he yeah. may have worked. I'm not sure. <gasps> I remember the story. Yeah. And so I, I arrived. I met this guy. I mean, like I was there with some of my best friends from school who were like stunning. And for some reason he was only intent talking to me. And we had this really interesting conversation. And we, I can't even remember what we talked about, but we were like vibing off each other. It was great. Yeah. Anyway, I did little to no exercise in the gym, left and came back maybe a week or two later um, for the second second time ever um and what I I walked into the gym and this guy who I literally can't remember his name walked straight up to me and said oh I've been waiting for you to come back I was like awesome and he goes I really wanted to give you this book like mm. I just thought you'd be really interested after our chat and obviously we hadn't been talking about spirituality or the law of attraction or energy or anything we'd be having very normal conversations um but out of nowhere he gave me this book and it was called The Secret um, highly recommend people to read it. Um, and it, it's a, it's a fantastic introduction to the law of attraction and energy and vibrations and frequencies and stuff. And it puts it in a really motivating, inspiring way. And yeah, and he just gave me this book and I was just like, Oh wow. Amazing. Um, and I remember going back to my dorm and reading it like from cover to cover straight away and then I also remember going back to the gym the next week so I wanted to talk to him about it and he left never saw him again anyway the book was incredible it was incredibly interesting very informative and um one of the things that it introduces the idea um 
also it talks about in putting the law of attraction into practice is to create a vision board so I did exactly that I found an old pin board at home and I pinned up the things that I most wanted to happen to me in the next sort of six to nine months of my life and we were still at schools before A-levels before all of that and um, I think I put a picture of London up because obviously we were at boarding school not in London Um, and I also lived not in London and I was determined I was going to go to London I also hadn't even started applying to art school but um, I was convinced that the art school I'd get into would be in London so I had a a picture of a house just random like building apartment block whatever in London I um, had a picture of an art school in London, just a random one. I hadn't even got my provisional license. I hadn't even ordered it yet. Uh, let alone Aston Martin. <laughs> <laughs> let alone take any driving lessons. But I put a picture of a car up. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get it. I haven't even got a provisional. Never driven a car in my life, but I'm going to freaking be driving. Um, and and I also put a picture up of two of my best friends at the time. One of which was determined she was going to Leeds. And the other one also was into art and she wasn't quite sold on the idea of art school in London, but I was just convinced that the next stage of my life would be with these two girls. Mm. And anyway, so I put these all on my board and um, what you're meant to do is put it somewhere that you view often. So I had it above my bed and I looked at it every morning, I looked at it every night and I glanced at it in between. Didn't really think much of it, to be fair. Didn't really believe in the process. Um, Obviously, each time I did look at my vision board, I was sort of, I'd get these really happy, really positive thoughts, which would then invoke really happy, really positive feelings. And then because I was so cynical about the process, I would very easily detach and let it go. So I would literally just like, oh, shit, it's probably what happened. Whatever. Don't really care. And just get on with my day. Anyway. I didn't think much of this. Um, I think after a couple of months, I even like moved the board somewhere slightly less obvious. And then it came and then I went home and then lo and behold, I moved to London. And it wasn't until the following Christmas, so probably nine months later, I found this board. And you achieved everything. Every single thing on that board had come true. Every, um, like to the detail. That's like what we discussed last time about um, achieving your goals. You just achieved all of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's another way of doing it. A vision board is amazing. But this was my introduction into the law of attraction. And what, you know, I mean, whether it works that way for you or it doesn't, or I'm a very visual person. So to me, visualizing what I want, like literally creating it, um, really, really helps. And, you know, but everything else that I have applied it to has been without a vision board. And actually it works less well, but it still works. Like in the end of the day, if you really believe, believe it, you'll receive it. And, you know, you just have to like, you have to, I think, just learn about the principles of energy and how, um, you know, like attracts like. So for me... Um, a good example is I have to do a bit of public speaking, a lot of public speaking in, in my job and in my previous job. And no one knows this. I find it fucking terrifying. Really? Yeah. I find it terrifying. I always get nervous beforehand. Sometimes I shake. Oh my God. <laughs> my voice shakes. And I tell myself, and I also very arrogantly tell everyone else that I really love public speaking do you? Um, yeah, because I see... That's an interesting tactic. Yeah, because you know when when you go to people's birthday parties and you can tell that person's really nervous? Yeah. As soon as you see someone's nerves, 
you feel nervous for them. Oh God, and then yeah. the whole atmosphere of that audience changes. So my tactic that I did very early on was I would tell everyone, I fucking love public speaking. I love it. Um, it's like one of my favorite things to do. I'd actually sometimes offer to do speeches at people's oh my God. things. So um, but as a result, I would go up there knowing that everyone was quite comfortable with watching me but also more to the point I had told myself I was really good at public speaking meanwhile I was literally shitting myself (gasps) um but it worked it really really works because people just yeah they seem comfortable with you there well there you go I mean that's the power of positivity yeah and I mean, I have to do it. Otherwise, I'll get up there and quiver. Like, yeah. Quiver. But it's also acting as if. Like another uh, practice of the law of attraction is act as if. So if you act as though you really do love public speaking to the extent that you're actually offering to do speeches mm. and, you know, you you tell yourself you you act as though you do love it. You tell other people you you own it. Like, it doesn't matter that you're shaking in your boots internally. Mm. Like, you go out there and you win. The other side note is to actually pretend you are an actress acting a part in a play yeah I mean that's the only way I could do it um and then you kind of just because the nerves come from you showing the world who you are standing up and speaking it's very vulnerable it's very vulnerable yeah even if you're like that's so true like even if you're doing a presentation for work or something you know it's nothing your the content isn't really your own and Mm. you know the stakes aren't really you know on you or whatever like it's it's still insanely vulnerable getting up there and it's it's weird isn't it like on social media we are you know we're so narcissistic especially our generation um you know we love showing the world who we are we love personal branding we love putting things out there we love producing our own content we love being perfectionists and you know illustrating how perfect our lives are when they're actually not no one has their shit together don't worry listeners but um you know this is how we like to act when there is a wall between mm. us and reality but when it is reality like it's a whole different story yeah I mean that's the problem with Instagram wow. but it's also hard to be authentic when you are giving a presentation on like Bitcoin Bitcoin or like <laughs> the future Blockchain. of IOT do you know what I mean like you can't be like I really love I mean I actually kind of love it but like <laughs> um, I don't know what IOT is internet of things like this whole idea that like our toast is going to connect to our telephone and we can tell it to start cooking the bread on arrival and I'm going to arrive back in four minutes. Don't they already have stuff like that? Like coffee machines that you can control and app and stuff? They do. The only issue at the moment is that there's not like one standardization for all of them. So they don't all speak to each other. Oh my God. That's like AI, isn't it? It's It's like the computers are going to take over the world. Yeah. I mean, I talk to my Alexa. I talk to my Alexa too. Oh my God. So angry with her. We told um, at home... (laughs) <laughs> we taught my my dad is is quite a bit older than my mum and uh, he is eighty actually and still rocking life and um, anyway we he's not the best and I think this is a generational thing I have no idea what generation his is called but <laughs> we haven't even researched that far up but um, anyway it's definitely a generational thing but he has an amazing talent of asking for things without ever saying please and thanking <gasps> you without ever saying thank you so there'll be things like does he say sorry. Not often. That's a skill. Yeah, no, no, but he he is incredible at it. Like, he'll do things like, he'll go, you know, rather than saying, you know, could you make me a cup of tea? Be like, darling, would you like some tea? And I'll be like, no. He goes, oh, I'd love one, thank you. Or, or, or like, oh. Where's the milk? Yeah, no, or stuff like that, exactly. Ah! You know, instead of um, 
darling, you know, darling, would you like some tea? And I'll say, oh, yes, thank you, daddy. I'd love some. And he'd be like, oh, great. I'll have my own milk and sugar. I'd be like, are you serious? He does this the whole time. But we actually taught him just to try and teach him a lesson that Alexa doesn't work unless um, you say please and thank you. So suddenly you hear him in the kitchen going, Alexa, please, can you play BBC Radio 4? And then you hear, thank you very much, Alexa. And it's so funny because he hasn't cottoned on. It's all bullshit. I know, it's so oh, cute. Oh, that's so cute. I do say please you to Alexa. You can teach though. an old dog old new tricks. There we go. There you go. Yeah. I do say please to Alexa in do the you? morning, which is surprising. That's polite of you. Very polite. <laughs> but yeah, so the law of attraction definitely stems on the idea of mindset and energy. And we love talking about mindset and energy. Yeah. Do you want to do another example? or? Um, I don't really have any other specific ones to hand, but I do think that it is something that everyone you know, it's not going to harm you to do like 10 minutes of research, watch a couple of YouTube videos, you know, I mean, a lot of it can seem a bit out there. And I think if you understand the principles, you understand why this works and why it is actually rooted in science and, um, the laws of physics and stuff like that. But in the end of the day, all the law of attraction is really about is controlling your thoughts and your emotions and allowing them to actually work in your favor. Mm. Like not just, be something that is a hindrance or that holds you back like actually you learn to thrive and you learn to be aware of how like how you talk to yourself Mm. and I think just in general you do learn to become sensitive to others like I think since I've been so interested in this topic and have been trying to apply it to my life like I'm my intuition has just skyrocketed you know like you learn to listen to it you learn especially as women like your intuition is one of your biggest skills um and like I think you you are more aspect of life oh my god hugely like with your friends like yeah. it's so important always listen to your gut instinct girls um but in in general like it I am much more in tune to people like another thing I've realized actually is I can't take negativity like there are certain friends of mine or people that I know that are insanely negative and it's maybe by no fault their own maybe they've had some sort of childhood trauma that they've never really dealt with and it's just shaped their perspective and their mindset on things but like I can't handle the negativity like I when we're talking and I can tell they're going into that frame of mind like I really I I close off because I I have to because I'm so sensitive to people Mm. now to people's energies that like I it it genuinely like suffocates me if I allow myself to go down that route so I just I shut myself off and as quickly as I can I try and not shut them off but try and like steer the conversation to something positive and and actually sometimes if I'm particularly close to that person um I try and make like gently make them aware of where their mind is going because a lot of the time people who are stuck in these negative mindsets they they're not aware of it and it does take a lot of practice to become self-aware but if you can become self-aware honestly you can change your life those kind of people it also makes me worried that because they always concentrate on the negative things so for example they've come back from work and they're like oh god that that tube ride was like fucking dreadful. Like, was it that bad? Like yeah. it was a bit longer than normal because you got stuck between two stations. Like, but was it that bad? Like it's really <laughs> not bad. Um, but it makes me feel that they, as in terms of the friendship between you and that person, that they concentrate on the negative aspects rather than the positive ones. Yeah. And then 
I just don't want to be friends with that kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, I, I don't think, like, the hard thing is you don't want to write people off, especially if they are your friends and mm. family. You know, I think the more self-aware you are, um, the more in tune to, to this that you become, you're, I'm not saying your responsibility is to help others, but maybe it is. Like, I, I find, like, I'm really, I really try and help those that I love to see things from a different angle. Yeah. And I really try and help, like, alter their perspective and their mindset and make them aware of when they start going down these rabbit holes. And, like, you know, I know someone that, you know, so things trigger her so, so easily. easily. And, like, I think because of, like, literally because of childhood traumas that she endured um that she's never really dealt with like you know there are quite a broad array of things that can trigger her and you know once these things are triggered it's like she sees red yeah you know, she has incredible she goes from being such an interesting confident you know go-getting girl to suddenly like she's like she's got blinkers on she's yeah. super narrow-minded and you can't get through to her and I really gently try and show her what's just happened and I sort of whatever we're talking about I stop and I say did you see what just happened there mm. and I do it as gently as I can but often they take it as as um an attack and you know um you know and then that sort of triggers this whole idea of being a victim and you know it takes practice and I think mm. if you can help people around you you do probably have um you know you you should do it yeah can I tell you a sweet story yeah <laughs> so the first time I came across this kind of thinking but wasn't aware that it was a whole movement yeah um was I think I must have been around eight or nine and I used to have this tradition Young. yeah that I would go to my granny's house on my birthday for the evening it was really cute and she used to make me dinner Aww. and anyway she used to tuck me up in bed and I had lost a bracelet that a friend had given me somewhere in the yeah. house and I remember just going ballistic being like, I've lost it and I used to have tantrums quite easily at that age and <laughs> I was like snowballing I was snowballing into this tantrum anyway my crony's she's a bit of a hippie um I love her already she's a no, she's a real hippie okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I told her that I'd lost it and um she this sounds a bit crazy but she was like now what you must do is you stick both hands up in the air and you say to yourself, I will find this bracelet. I will find this bracelet. <laughs> and she, she literally walked around my room doing this. And I was like, she's nuts. This woman is fucking nuts. Um, but she, she found it. Oh my God, that's so cute. <laughs> but even although it was like a little bit strange, but it was so sweet. And also it was yeah. the fact that she had that positivity. Yeah. In, and it really calmed me down. And I was like, this one. It's an amazing way to live life. Like everyone should strive to be as positive and as optimistic as they can be and like again that all comes down to mindset and you know it really is the most important skill to learn but if you like that there is truth in it like if you believe you can do it you can do it if you believe you can get it you can get it and I'm not saying this is magic like you need to put the work in Mm. you need to like you know it's you need the perseverance to continue to believe in something yeah but like you know you really can attract anything into your life if you learn how to control your thoughts and how to control your feelings it's like when you're dating if you're in like a a very positive um mindset you attract that as well you try exactly oh my god definitely so whatever you put out you get back so if any of you listening to our podcast um 
that like, you know, is sitting there thinking, oh, I, I often get quite consumed with negative thoughts or I can be quite pessimistic or, you know, I, I seem to be attracting like really strange people into my life or, or the wrong opportunities. Like just like take confidence um, in the fact that actually you can change it just by changing, by shifting your mindset and like altering your energy and the vibe that you give, give out, like it really can bring other things into your life. So you do have control, as I'd say. So anyway, um, that is the law of attraction. Guys, do your own research, um, read up on it. It is really, really fascinating and it can totally transform your life. Freckles, what is your takeaway? I mean, it sounds a little bit simple, but, um, I would say be be positive. positive. (laughs) You can never go wrong with being positive. Especially in the morning, which is what I'm trying to do. (laughs) Freckles is not a morning person. Um, okay. So my takeaway would be, um, try and be a little bit more self-aware, like try and be, um, take note of the thoughts going on in your head and speak to yourself kindly, mm-hmm. have some self-love. So there you go, guys. That is the end of our fourth episode and we shall be back with more. Yay! Ciao, ciao! You've been listening to A Millennial's Guide to Modern Life with Freckles and Blue. Give us some love if you like what you've heard. Subscribe to stay up to date with new content. And remember to check back in soon. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back.